Okay. Today, my guest is Professor Jan Erik Valny. I'll yes. keep my introduction uh, short to maximize our time with him. In the next 30 minutes or so, we'll talk about Jan Erik as a person. Professor Valny is a thought leader and an esteemed scholar, and finally, is a mentor to many PhD students and junior faculty. For the sake of time, I'll skip many of his accomplishments and give you a very quick snapshot. Professor Valny is an AIB fellow. He received the AIB Decade Award in 2019. He has been working on the Uppsala internationalization process model since 1977 and has made significant contributions to the field of IB. He is currently an emeritus professor at the Center for International Business Studies in the University of Gothenburg, Sweden. Thank you, Jan-Erik, for joining us. It, it's my pleasure. Perfect. Uh, first question, what did you want to become when you were a child? <laughs> to begin with, I, I wanted to be an engine driver on the railway, <laughs> like, like so many other boys. <laughs> but later, as a teenager, I think I wanted to be an explorer, to go to other parts of the world and find out about unknown things about them, you know, and uh, publish new maps or books on... Uh, uh, what what the, these regions are and what could they offer to us? And Jan Erik, uh, where did you grow up? Well, in mid Sweden, I could say. Uh, okay. Uh, and can you remember the earliest moment of awareness between domestic versus international? Yes, I can. Uh, it so happens that my father was uh, an engineer. Uh, he his specialty was propellers for ships. And because of that, he visited uh, shipyards around the globe. Uh, and he, uh, he was away and for, for periods of time. And uh, he came back uh, having stories to tell and things to, to bring and so on. So relatively early, I, I, I understood there were other parts being not Swedish. <laughs> and uh, how did you choose to be a scholar? Well, I I, I would say I did not choose. Hmm. I, I just stayed on. I, I, I got my master's degree from the University of Uppsala. I felt I, I was not ready. I, I felt I had not learned enough. So I wanted to study more. So I, I stayed on, and uh, then I, I met Jan uh, Johansson. He was teaching a course to, uh, let's say, senior people. Uh, to, yeah, and, 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 uh, and because of that, I felt I want to work with Jan Johansson, uh, my co-author with the Uppsala uh, model, you know. So I just stayed on. I, ne I never used. <laughs> And uh, something that is not on your CV that people might find interesting about you? Uh, I don't know really what that could be. I, uh, Any hobbies? I, I came to, 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 to love to be in the nature. I mean, we are happy in Sweden to have a lot of wilderness and... Uh, because of that, I, 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 me and my wife, we acquired some forest, and I like to work in the forest and do some hunting and fishing. And you know, 
be out in the wilderness, and that, that's uh, you know what I really like. It has, I believe, a sort of refreshing on my mind uh, for most people also. So Beautiful. that may be uh, something. Uh, if you stop doing what you're doing today, what would be the second best career path for you? I think then uh, uh, manager in a multinational corporation. Uh, uh, because of the empirical work I've been doing, I met many of these people and I think the, the work they're having is really exciting. Uh, also demanding, perhaps, but uh, so that that's what I, I think I would like to do then. Beautiful. Any regrets? Any uh, anything you would say? I wish I would I would uh, I have done something differently, or uh, I wouldn't have done done it in the first place. Well, well the, possibly what I regret is that. You know, we did we did this uh, article in 1977, the first paper on on the Uppsala model. You can say even if we didn't name it like that in those days, I and then it it lasted many years because I went to to Stockholm to Stockholm School of Economics. John Johansson stayed on in Uppsala and became a part, so to say, because of that we did not continue. I wish I had done more work on the Uppsala model already in the 1980s. Uh, so I think we missed an opportunity there. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> uh, you did quite well. But we could uh, have started earlier, so to say, to do more work. No. <laughs> uh, what did you learn from your biggest failure? I would say maybe it, I, I am like the Uppsala model. I don't. I didn't take large risks. I feel when I think uh, uh, about it, uh, I progressed. I think uh, by un, un, un learning uh, incrementally. So I don't feel I made made any any. Uh, uh, large failures, really. It's more I missed opportunities that I could say by not taking more risks, perhaps. That's fair. That's fair. What are you most passionate about? Well, today I must say I'm scared about climate change. Uh, so, so my passion is <laughs> not within IB now, but more, more. The dangers I feel humanity is facing, and, and I think we are so slow in, in, in doing something about it. Scientists have taught us, uh, I think, what, what we could and should do, but we are so slow. So that, that's my, my, my big worry today. And I'm not saying I'm, I try to change my personal way of, of, of living. Uh, to be uh, somewhat helpful in, in talking to, to people. I meet and so on, but uh, that's my worry. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, let's talk about research. And um, let's say you're uh, hiking in the woods and you get stranded. Uh, people are curious about you, what you do for a living. Uh, and how do you explain your research and why your research is important to people who don't read IV journals? I uh, I think I would say that uh, pointing to to 
technology products they are using in their day, daily life, whether that is cars or computers or whatever, and, the, the, and, and making them realize that those things are, are manufactured or de undeveloped by, by uh, large companies being active in many parts of the world, so named multinational enterprises. And we, we, we need to understand how these companies are working, helping them to improve, perhaps helping international organizations regulating uh, the business of MNCs and uh, government, of course. So we, we need to know more about them. That is what I think I would say. Thank you. About omitted variables, omitted contexts uh, in IB research, what would you say? Uh, so, uh, I didn't get your question. Things, uh, things we have omitted from IB research, uh, things we have not developed enough, uh, variables, right, right. context, uh, okay. concepts. I, I think we have departed too far from, from those managing uh, multinational corporations. Uh, I think we, we are perhaps too much academic in our way of approaching a research problem. I think we should be closer to managers. I mean, they, they are, that's why, you know, I, I am arguing for, 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 that for us taking a process view. Things change constantly and more and more rapidly, perhaps. And those managing in an uh, multinational corporation that they live in a constant stream of events and I think we aren't uh, taking on the, their situation much enough I think we could do more to them so to say what's changing for the uh, MNC what's changing for the decision makers in the market right now examples please <laughs> well <clears throat> The environment is changing so dramatically. Uh, new knowledge is developed in a very rapid pace. Uh, artificial intelligence to take the, the latest thing we are talking a lot of. And that will be exploited, of course, by, by the multinational companies as other companies as well. And so, so there are huge changes ahead of, of managers and, of course, officers in public service uh, also, all of us, in fact. And uh, how would you describe creativity in, uh, in scholarship, in research? Um, taking a close look at those things we take for a given lifting on the stone, so to say, and see what's underneath that stone that we, we stepped on. Hmm. Uh, in a state of idle curiosity, when your uh, mind is uh, wandering in a state of uh, free and idle curiosity, how do, how do you come up with these uh, paper ideas? And you're very productive. I looked at your uh, publications, even the most recent ones. Uh, very creative topics. How, how do these come about? 
Well, uh, I am. I'm a believer in experiential experiential learning, and I, I think what I read, what I see, what people I meet tell me, these things adding together uh, makes me more or less constantly think about research problems. Uh, I think there is so much that we could still do. I already mentioned what I think is the most uh, pressing, that is to, to see on see things from the point of view of managers being active in multinational corporations, the, the situation, what the problems they face. I think we should uh, formulate more research problems <laughs> from that point of view. Uh, Jan-Erik, you mentioned environment, you mentioned new knowledge being created and artificial intelligence type of uh, you know, fancy things being uh, brought to the market. Uh, I want to ask you about your predictions about um, about the next five to ten years of IB research. Uh, what will be at the forefront? What will uh, what will impact our uh, major conferences, our topics, our curiosity? I I think. Uh, well, let me start, if you allow me to say. I think we are progressing too much in quantitative type studies with very sophisticated statistical analysis with relatively poor theoretical underpinning and relatively poor theoretical discussion of the output of, of that statistical analysis. I think we should... Uh, start being much more down to earth, being uh, again close to managers, uh, trying to see things from their, their point of view, and applying process studies uh, over time, uh, using uh, our uh, neighboring sciences such as sociology and psychology on IB problems taking uh, uh, the micro foundations uh, of uh, international business. That is parts of the organization and even individuals. I think we have to some extent forgotten that, that uh, companies are really people. And people are learning, taking decisions, acting, and so on. That that uh, we 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 left that to some extent. Thank you. Now looking back, uh, at least going back to 1977. Since 1977, you've seen uh, pro progress uh, being made in IB in many different areas of IB, either political side. Um, finance, uh, people with finance background, marketing background, uh, there's an evolution going on. Uh, what did we lose or what did we gain through this evolution and uh, at the point that we ended up uh, today? <coughs> I guess uh, the gains are that uh, we are much more knowledgeable about the uh, operations of multinational 
companies. Uh, it, it's it's a huge difference now compared to, to 1977. Uh, I think what what we what we have lost is our relation to the realities uh, of practicing managers, the, the nitty-gritties of their doing, because it's really people who are learning. It's people who are taking decisions and so on. And uh, we departed to some extent from that. So that that what we have lost, I think. Thank you. And about mentoring, uh, you mentioned your advisors or your co-authors uh, at the beginning. Um, who was the most influential person uh, in your life in academia? Well, <laughs> it was my 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 co-author and mentor, Jan Johansson. He, he was uh, most influential to me. <laughs> Uh, can you remember uh, something that he said? Uh, what What would be his best advice that you remember? Well, he, I, he never told me nor my doctoral colleagues what what we should do. Or he, he rather asked questions in a sort of therapeutic fashion. Why? Why did you find this? What, what does it mean? Uh, what's, what are the reasons? And so he, he stimulated us to, so to say, to dig deeper, to continue. <laughs> so that I think was a, a very stimulating way of being. Plus, he was because to be a doctoral candidate, I think, was connected with a lot of uncertainty. And he 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 uh, he he made me he learned, maybe he taught me to appreciate uncertainty. So that is what I uh, thinking back. What I really learned is to to enjoy uncertainty and see opportunities connected with with, uh, with uncertainty. That is what I would like to then to. To tell young people not to be scared about uncertainty, but be able to be uh, willing to take risks, not too large risks, perhaps in their research, but some risk. I think the, the too too many projects uh, deliver relatively little contribution, and I think to 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 give, make a large contribution. We got to take risks in our research. So, what can you say about, in general, what can you say about uh, PhD students, doctoral students, uh, doing early on in their career that you would say, "Don't do it; it would result in uh, these uh, unproductive research streams or uh, low-impact research uh, outcomes." What do you see as the common problems that they um, that they do? I would like um, um, I, I I know I'm, I'm repeating myself, but I would like 
you know, in Sweden, uh, we, we go mostly, we go directly from master studies, from a master exam into research. I, I I would love to see master people with master exam go for a year or two into a multinational company to see for themselves what happens there and and and, uh, and then formulate their research problem and uh, not being so much affected by or, or affected only by what is previously been done in research and adding a minor thing to, to that, but to formulate things which are, let's say, more creative, more more unique than what we are doing today. Is there anything to say to journal editors uh, or uh, associate editors, editors-in-chief, or people uh, at the gates uh, to solve some of these issues that we have lost uh, uh, meaning in the research or there's too much academic uh, concerns. Is there something that we can say to uh, editorial boards? Yeah. <clears throat> because my issue is at one point, someone has to do something about it, right? Yeah, we are talking about the issue very clearly. And you said, I, you know, it, it is not down to earth. Uh, it is empiricism, but not in theory or not in reality. But at one point, someone has to do something about it. I, I You know, I talked to a couple of editors, uh, no names mentioned, though, but uh, and they, they agree with me that uh, we... There are too much excellent uh, quantitative studies, but perhaps li too little theoretical underpinning and too little theoretical discussion of theoretical uh, aspects of what's coming out from uh, the quantitative study. And uh, they have... they. In private discussions, they have agreed with me on this point. Uh, but obviously, the culture uh, is such that uh, they seem to dominate. Uh, it's hard to resist, so to say. And I, I believe, I don't know if I am correct. I'm a great friend of, of North America, so that's not the issue. But I think this culture is stronger in North America, perhaps, than in Europe. That, that, that's my, but most of these journals, they, they are, in fact, uh, uh, edited in North America. And uh, um, I would also say that mo most research uh, in international business is produced by by uh, excellent research is produced by by Anglo-Saxon, uh, so to say, uh, researchers. I believe. I believe. Uh, thank you, Jan Erik. Uh, last question: uh, What's the question that I should have asked you, but haven't? <clears throat> I think you asked <laughs> most questions. Um, uh, I. 
what can be done to promote more processual studies then would be question you have made. I think that centers of international business should invest in building relationships with multinational companies to be able to collect data, let's say micro foundational data over a series of years. Maybe this could be combined with, let's say, um, uh, programs, uh, internal programs, uh, educational programs for managers in, in multinational companies. But having a relationship over several years, collecting data on a lower level than what is produced in, in annual reports, for example. Uh, and then, because in spite of what I'm saying that we have too much of quantitative studies, I think we, when it comes to these micro foundational things, knowledge building, learning, uh, commitment, and so on and so forth, we need quantitative studies in these areas. And because of that, centers of international business should invest in building long-term relationships with, with multinationals. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your time. I enjoyed our conversation a lot. I learned a lot from you. I hope the, uh, the audience will agree with me. Thank you. Thank you, Ilgas. Nice meeting you.